Welcome back to another episode of Blind Boys Politics. I'm Chris Baker with Nick Ron. We are here for another, I almost said dumb law. <laughs> Definitely not dumb law. <laughs> we are back for another Good News Saturday. This is our third one. The only difference from this month's Good News is I am here. He is and here. Welcome. Like. <laughs> I'm assisting Nick with the good news. Even though he did all the work, I'm just reacting to the wonderful good news king mastery that he finds. But if you are new here, Nick, what is good news Saturday? Well, you know, it's pretty self-explanatory. I go on the internet and find the best good news stories that I can find. And we just talk about them here. Um, And... Like Chris said, he is here this time around uh, to react. It's not just going to be me rambling to myself for 30 minutes. (laughs) Thank God. And so this is going to be a a good morning. How many good news stories do we have this week? We have six to look forward to today. Okay. Well, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, Mm -hmm. but I just want you to get right into them because I'm kind of on the edge of my seat right now. All right. Like I've been looking forward to joining the Good News Saturdays. Yeah, you're it's like you're, an exclusive club. Look, you're sitting in the Good News throne room, the Good News castle right now. Okay. And I don't care how cringy I just sounded. Are they in any particular order? You know, I did try to um, put them in a nice little order, just to just to have a nice little flow. Just to have okay. a nice even balance of how these stories, uh, how they go throughout the episode. Okay, well, kick it off. I'm kind of on the edge of my seat right now. All right, so this morning we start off with a nice, just kind of happy, free flowing story here. So this company was working on the remodel of a theater, right? And, um, uh, one of the guys working was uh, was trying to fix a light fixture and it got caught on a wire and they needed to go up and shut off the electricity. So he goes up the stairs looking for the um, electrical box and he goes into this crawl space. And in that crawl space, you know, he finds old tickets and candy wrappers, bottles, and he finds a wallet. In the wallet was a concert ticket, a Grateful Dead concert ticket from 1973, and a bunch of old family pictures. And it had the name of the owner of the wallet inside. So he goes on Facebook and puts up a post um, asking who this person is and that he has their wallet. And after over a thousand shares, finally it made its way, the story made its way to the owner and she actually you know made it publicly known that it was her the wallet got returned with all the photos that she had um you know that she had lost way back then mind you this was lost back in 1975 this wallet was lost in 1975 so it's been hovering hovering around for almost 50 years and it got returned to its owner Family pictures, 1973. Had the owner's 
I would imagine it was probably his um, ID and put it on Facebook. But my question was, was there any money in it at that point? There was not. And <laughs> it was actually pointed out she had said that back when she lost the wallet, there had been some cash in it. And um, when it was found, there was none in there. So somewhere along the lines, that money came up missing. But either way, I mean, you lost a wallet from 1975, and then it gets returned. And, I mean, 1975 to now, those family pictures, they're old. They've changed. Picture ways have changed. Um, Family looks different. I mean, that's actually not – it's like a cool story. It's like you're bringing back – I want to say you're bringing back history but it's kind of i mean that's over 30 years ago well and beyond that too the owner of the wallet even said like for not only the theater worker but everyone who shared the post and uh, got in contact with her everyone who did that like the kindness that they showed by making this kind of effort to return a wallet that had been lost for that long and to return especially the pictures that had been lost so long ago is incredible. Well, you know what they say, it takes a village. Yeah, absolutely. No, I completely agree with that statement too. Well, Nick, I like that story. What else do you got for us this morning? All right. So our next story here, again, I, I, I could say each one of these is incredible. And I, sh- I should probably come up with different superlatives for these, but just mind-boggling. So a private college in Ohio just recently erased the debt for the entire classes of both 2020 eh, of both 2020 and 2021. Now, this debt, that got a race amounted up to about $375,000 and included 166, yeah, 166 students. The college to attend full-time is about 13000 per year. And they just made all that disappear. And when they were asked uh, for the reasoning of why they did this, their response was basically just because of the fact that these students managed to fight through and um, beat the challenges the challenges that were sparked due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So they wanted to give back in some way for those students doing that. How did they eliminate the whole debt? Like, where did they get the money from to eliminate that? They just... Nope, they just wipe the accounts clean. Simple as that. You know, if they got the money from somewhere else, they didn't mention, you know, it didn't mention any other source of funding. They just wiped the accounts. Huh. Well, that's really cool because, I mean, $13,000 a year that adds up. And, I mean, that's a huge burden off of them now that they don't have to worry about for years upon years upon years of paying back student loans. Yeah, no, the 
Elation, I, you know, I was reading this story and I tried to put myself in that situation. You know, you've been going to college, um, you have all this debt. And if you've been to college, you know, it, that debt really does rack up, uh, especially if you go for a long time. And to have all of it just erased in the blink of an eye for the owners of the, of the college to just say, you don't have to worry about paying any of this back. It's all been wiped. That's dream level content right there. That, that's something that people dream of. And it happened for real. I wish I went to that college. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, for the owners of the college to do that, that's... Did they give an estimated about how much money was... How much debt was forgiven or... Yeah, like I said um, before, it was about $375,000. That's a lot of freaking money just to forget about. Mm. No, absolutely. That's a great story. I like that story. Yep, 166 I mean, students. Wow. $375,000. That, that's a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, 166 students. Just think, you know, when you just think 166, it doesn't maybe always sound like a lot, but 166 people just got a chance to start their future with a clean slate. It's huge burden off their back. I like that story. I'm going to say that about every story, but I mean, <laughs> what do you got for our third story? All right. So we have more talk about graduation. This time we look at a high school graduation and a few days ago, a couple weeks ago now, actually a student had gotten stopped outside the convention center uh, where they were going to have their school's graduation and he was told that he couldn't walk across the stage and get his diploma because of the shoes he was wearing the school had a very very strict dress code and the shoes he was wearing violated that um and so he's panicking he's outside um they're not letting him in and he sees one of the uh teachers from the school outside because the teacher's daughter was also graduating that night and so he goes up to the teacher and basically says hey they're not letting me graduate they're not letting me walk the stage and so the teacher first tried talking to the the school administrator school administrator you know held the point that he wasn't going to be walking across the stage so the teacher then just proceeded to take off his shoes give them to the student and then the student was allowed to walk across the stage. And later on, when it was being reported on, uh, the, the teacher said that it was a just no-brainer decision to make. Just took him right off and, and handed him over to the student. So that gave him the opportunity to collect his diploma, to walk the stage, and to be a part of those celebrations. I am so glad you covered this story because I have seen it all over the place, just about everyone's covering it. And I did not want to say, you know, I didn't want to influence you one way or another to include a story or not. But I was praying to the good news gods that the king himself would cover this good news story. Because, I mean, this teacher 
went above and beyond, confronted the administrator. Then the administration was determined he needs to meet the dress code and then takes off his own shoes and gives it to the student so he can walk the stage and get his diploma. To be able to have, you know, that kind of kindness and to have that kind of relationship between the student and teacher. And that's just amazing. And not only that, the school is lucky and the students are lucky that that teacher works there because if, if that teacher is going to go above and beyond like that in that kind of situation, you can only imagine what, they what they're like. Around. Yeah. What they do in the classroom and in the school building. And, and you know, from this good news story, it did raise lots of controversy, but leaving the controversy alone, this teacher really did go above and beyond, did what he didn't have to do that. He could have said, well, you know what, you'll get your diploma in the mailing. Right, right. Just be glad you got that. But he understood the importance of walking across the stage, getting that diploma, shaking administration's hand, and moving on to the next chapter of your life. And and it's crazy, too, because the parents... You know, the students' parents had no idea that this that any of this was going on. They had they had had to rush in because they had been running a little late. They had rushed in not knowing what was going on. And uh, afterwards, the mom called the teacher and it was just teary-eyed. I would be too. <laughs> uh, yeah, same. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you kidding me? All right. So now we move right along here to, I'd call this the craziest story of this morning. And the reason I say that is because a seven-year-old boy swam a full mile in order to save his father and his little sister. So essentially what happened was the three of them were on uh, the father's boat and they were just kind of swimming around while the, the boat was anchored in this one spot. This took place in Jacksonville, Florida, and the sister ended up accidentally letting go of the boat while they were in a pretty strong current and uh, started to float away. So the father immediately jumped into the water to try and catch her um, and, you know, couldn't manage to catch her because of the current and how fast she was being pulled away. So he swam after her and the boy swam back to shore an entire mile. He swam for an hour to get back to shore and then ran to the nearest house and got help. The Jacksonville um, fire and rescue squads as well as the jacksonville sheriff's department and the florida fish and wildlife service they all got involved in the search and after an hour the father and the sister were all saved um they were both saved they're perfectly healthy and uh just a good ending all the way around i know you said the age but how old how old did you say he was seven years old 
Okay, so seven years old, swim a mile. I mean, swimming a mile at any age is very, it can be very long. Especially yeah, it's physically taxing. Yeah, especially, you know, you have current issues. Like if it's in a swimming pool, it's a little bit more easy. It's a lot less, I don't know what you would call it, but in, you know. In it's less strenuous ocean, when you're in a pool. In the ocean, I mean, it. that's a hike. And to do that at seven years old and to save your entire family, that's heroic. You will go down as a hero in that town, in that family. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that definitely gets talked about. And and he was asked to by reporters, he, he was asked, um, how did you learn to become such a great swimmer? And his response was, and I quote, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and which is the best response. That's absolutely amazing. And that's that is that's a good response um <laughs> what you got for our fifth story tonight all right the fifth story comes from the los angeles area where a couple has been hiding money in baby supplies across different target stores the couple is close to having three children um the mom's due. It didn't give an exact date, but she's due soon. And so they know how expensive and tough it can be to uh, have a have a baby. Um, and they even said that at first they struggled to make ends meet. But now that they're a little better off financially, they decided that they wanted to, you know, lend a helping hand to parents that might be going through what they went through. Uh, when they were, when they had their first child. So they've been hiding cash, like, un, like in um, diaper packages, in formula canisters. And at this point, they've given about a thousand dollars. And they've even said that they're not, they're not slowing down. They're not done. They're going to continue doing this. And they're planning to even branch out, go to different stores and even different cities. Okay. So, I mean, it's great that they, you know, they gave money, you know, just giving out money and kind of hiding it. But you know what I love about this good news story is, you know, you could, you, I mean, it would, this, don't get me wrong, this is great. You could just walk up to someone at these stores that you see have baby stuff in their cart and just pay for it. But they're kind of like, they came up with a really creative way of doing it. And that's mm. what I love about some of your good news stories. The creativity that some people come up with is just amazing. I absolutely agree. And like, it's such a spontaneous thing because these parents are soon to be parents are, you know, they're just walking up expecting to just buy normal diapers or formula or whatever. And then could you imagine the feeling that you must get to just find a bunch of cash in that package or in that canister? You're sitting on top of the moon. Yeah. Especially when you're struggling like that, because I mean, yeah, it, it's like the couple said, it's not, it's not it's cheap not to raise a child. No, it's not. And especially what? due to like, and this was one of the points a couple brought up too, is 
especially because of the COVID-19 pandemic and the struggles that it's brought on some people financially, you know, it can be especially hard to, to raise a child and make ends meet. Yes. I mean, we see it every day in the news and then even, I mean, just a little bit that they're doing in their local community is giving a big impact on someone's life somewhere, somehow. Yeah. And one thing, one thing you noted too about, cause you said they could have just gone up and um, seen that these people were paying for these items and then just like, like here, I'm going to pay for it for you. But instead they decided to keep it like, they decided to keep their physical presence out of it, I guess is like the way I'd put it. You know, they didn't make themselves involved in the situation or right. known. So we're at our sixth story. Did you save the best for last or? So I decided that to kind of just end it off, I go with a nice little quick story. Um, just one to just kind of make you smile. So a TikTok video had come out recently about an owner and his cat who had been walking through the woods one day together. And they found a cat while they were walking. They found a stray. And the cat that had been walking through the woods with his owner helped the stray kitten home literally helped take it home and what's even crazier about the whole thing is that this cat had been astray when the owner found him so now the former the the rescued was now being the rescuer Hmm. Uh, yeah so uh, owner and a cat walking find another stray this cat saves that cat from being a stray now this cat has or this cat this owner has two cats now i mean it, i this i mean how bizarre how like it's so coincidental <laughs> it really is though but it's amazing like you know, that one cat could have just kept on going, like, stay away, but had to stop. Now has either a brother or a sister. Yeah. No, it's, it's so crazy to think about how, like, you know, the cat that had originally been astray, now, you know, having an owner find this other cat, and now that cat helps the kitten home. That's the part that just makes me smile the most is that he like just helped that cat get home and as a cat like as a cat lover i wish i could experience this (laughs) it's like i want that to happen i'm just like shocked on how like coincidental that is like what are the odds of that i know it's so insane to really think about well you know nick this is our first fully complete saturday good news that i participated in i really like good news saturday even the two prior to it i listened to them i loved them it seems like everyone's loving them you know you've 
found the great stories from cat saving cat to graduation to a seven-year-old saving the whole family. Really good news stories. I love Good News Saturday, and I can't wait for next month's. I really enjoy doing these episodes, these Good News Saturdays. I do because, and I think I said this on the last one that I did, when you do these Good News Saturdays, when I do them, it just gives me a chance to escape by finding all these good news stories, to find all this light, to find all this happiness that's still going on out there and being able to share it, being able to just talk about it and put it out there and hopefully make you guys all smile just like I am whenever I see these stories. It's an incredible feeling for me. Well, everyone, you know the drill by now. Make sure you follow us on the Blind Boys Politics Twitter account so you're always in the know with the latest 24-hour breaking news. Follow our personal accounts to see what we're up to. But until Monday morning, have a great weekend, everyone. Bye, guys.